there's this conception that i need to trade daily i need to be you know log in as soon as the nsc is open uh, 9:30 i need to be uh, watching the market i need to be trading doing trades every day and uh, watching my portfolio no doubt it gives you a little bit of a high uh, but that's that's probably going to sap a lot more of energy and take you away from other productive things that you could do in, during the day i would say the current generation should not look at bank deposits for the simple reason that it is tax inefficient like i said because earnings are low then on top of that you pay 35% tax so so no no to fixed deposits a very warm welcome to all our listeners ecospire is back with yet another episode of the bigger picture and today we have mr ramaswami balasubramanya as our guest speaker a chartered accountant by profession Mr Balasubramanya is a senior finance professional with over 28 years of experience in the banking and financial services domain specializing in strategic business planning and reporting accounting and controls risk management treasury and investment management procurement mergers and demergers creating and driving finance policies and change management sir has served as the deputy manager of ICICI bank head of finance at DSL software limited and CFO of fidelity investments today we'll be having a discussion on personal finance and how important it is to invest at an early age by choosing from the several traditional and also a few confusing yet attractive available options in the market so sir first things first since uh, many of our listeners are going to be uh, youngsters in teen uh, around the age of 20 what advice would you give these youngsters as to how they should manage their finances uh first of all i think uh, thank you for having me uh so so to your question i think uh, uh, post the pandemic we are still going through the pandemic uh, people starting off either on careers or on their way to uh, an earning journey i think are, are probably opening their eyes to a weird world uh, i call it weird for two reasons one is uh, we've had a uh, we actually going through a, a once in a, a lifetime event uh, which none of us have seen uh, we don't know the end of that and and for people who are uh, uh, trying to manage their money uh, first of all earn money and then manage it i i think couple of things i should say one is uh, historically when i started working uh, in the in the early 90s it was considered uh, investing in real estate investing in gold uh, investing in uh, you know safe instruments like a like a government provident fund and all of that was was a pretty much a done deal real estate gave you phenomenal returns uh, gold always appreciated all of that has changed if you observe uh, real estate real estate is not giving you the returns or likely not to give the kind of returns that it has done in the past uh, of course gold has held out uh, uh, gold is always a good friend and uh, and equities have surprised all of us so i i think to your question uh, my advice for somebody starting uh, right now in this new uh, world that they're entering into is first things first before investing make sure you know what you are spending on uh, actually have a spend budget uh, i would say even a spend annual spend goal in terms of you know taking stock of where what are all your expenses and really and make sure that you you have a spend goal for the year for the next 12 months i think that that's the first thing uh, two is uh, start uh, start once i think you you, you have a spend goal make sure that you know you know what your savings are uh, end of the day uh, investment is all is about all about earnings minus expenses gives you savings and savings when get when when get invested uh, creates a corpus so i think the second step is really about 
making sure the savings don't leak uh, because when it comes to money it's like a pot with a hole at the bottom you don't know where the money goes right uh, so so i think the second step is really making sure whatever you have saved uh, you have visibility to it uh, nobody else has a has a sort of a, a way to spend it the third is actually have a plan have a plan have a goal in terms of where you want to put the money how do you want to invest Okay, great. Thank you so much, sir. Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin have been in the news a lot lately. What recommendations would you give to an individual retail investor before he invests in these currencies? Uh, well, I should say, uh, depending on the age of the investor, uh, the answer would be different. Uh, I have a daughter uh, who's who's also a chartered accountant. She she just started working. i was very surprised when she told me that she has invested in a bitcoin of course a small amount uh, the reason i was surprised is uh, being a professional uh, i don't understand bitcoins and and apparently she does uh, so that i i believe is 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 the uh, that says a lot in terms of how people are thinking about bitcoins who think about bitcoins i think the younger generation is very excited for obvious reasons because the, the the volatility and the return is is exotic you know it's it's been it's it's crazy it's, it's almost given about 130 to 150% returns uh, but having said that uh, i just want to make a few comments one is i think given a given the nature of democracy that we are and the fact that rupee is really not not a currency that you know that garners a lot of weight across the world my sense is Uh, in india let let me let me give that response more from an india perspective i don't think it's 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 going to find a lot of takers in the government in the regulatory uh, spectrum so to your point maybe maybe some companies are offering this as a as a mode of payment but i guess that probably will not happen in in india for the near future now let's come to investments given the volatility you know the i agree that investments are volatile equity is volatile much, uh, you know the real estate market is volatile volatility of almost 600% in the last two years uh, that's uh, that's no investment for anybody's uh, uh, you know sound sleep so my my sense is wait and watch because my my also sense is that i've been following the the government of india the ministry of finance response to bitcoins uh, they are going to restrict it in india uh, it is going to be heavily tracked uh, they are going to track all the transactions that happen on the bitcoin exchanges there also talk of taxing it at a much higher rate maybe it's 65% or a 70% so if you are if you think you are making 60% year on year uh, friends uh, you know just be aware the, the tax department is going to be out out at the door uh, taking 60 65% of that as taxes but but forget about all that uh, i i don't think it will it will replace currency ever uh, in india uh, maybe maybe not in my lifetime uh but but i would tread with caution uh taking too much of exposure but having said that i know youngsters are a lot more savvy a lot more informed a lot more quicker in, in taking investment decisions both uh, uh, investing and exiting uh i guess i guess uh, not a bad idea to take a 2 to 3% exposure out of your overall uh, corpus that you have uh, just for the kick of it right so again diversifying your portfolio Okay. Um, okay, sir. What are the various options that an investor can invest in to diversify his portfolio? Any particular instruments that aren't very popular, but you think would be a good investment? 
Uh, well, I think if you really step back and look at uh, what are the asset classes that are available for investments, uh, there are only a few. I mean, we, we have several variants of that. Uh, there is, of course, debt uh, in various forms. There is equity. There is real estate. There is gold. Uh, these are uh, time-tested, uh, pretty much uh, asset classes that everybody knows. But beyond that, of course, there are bitcoins. We just spoke about bitcoins. Uh, there's also uh, exotic assets like digital paintings. Apparently, people have somebody has put in $650 million buying a digital painting, which is just a, a mass of people uh, you know, in across multiple cities in the world. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and alternate assets uh, you know, that, are, that are emerging. Uh, but I, I, guess, I guess for somebody starting uh, their investment journey now, I would stick to the basics. I would stick to uh, the, the broad four or five categories. Uh, before they start dipping their toe into exotic assets. Okay. And uh, what about the commodities market? What would be your take on that? Well, uh, I am not a commodity expert. Uh, my guess my guess is uh, uh, that is for somebody who, who follows uh, the commodity market, uh, say, for example, copper or platinum or gold. Uh, gold is a well-established well market. You can, you can get exposure to gold by way of gold ETFs. Gold ETFs just reflect the global prices of gold, not the Indian prices of gold. It, it reflects the global prices. So you you can you have an opportunity of getting exposure to gold, but beyond gold, it is really copper, platinum, zinc, and all of that. If you really look at uh, people who trade in these commodities, uh, are institutions, are are people who understand that particular commodity, or or for that particular uh, other particular metal. It could also be pepper. It could also be cardamom. Yes. But 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 do uh, but do investors like you and me understand pepper? Understand the rubber market? Obviously not. So so while while I think all of this seem very attractive, nice to know uh, because there are people who share their stories that you know they made a 500% return, but but you don't know the kind of uh, uh, investments is really uh, he or she has put in in, in, in being a, an expert in that particular commodity. Right, so so I wouldn't go there uh, for for beginners. Any particular notions or misconceptions regarding investments or managing finances that you would like to clarify to our listeners? Well, there are many. I mean, I'll, I'll probably highlight a few. Uh, the first one is uh, a lot of people think, real, uh, of course, real estate is attractive. You know, everybody wants to buy that fancy apartment, uh, you know, fancy piece of land. Uh, but land apart, if you look at real estate, apartments tend to depreciate unless unless it is it is in a uh, you know uh, 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 one of the metros. It's in a prime locality. Uh, people have this conception that you know I, I invested in an apartment and it's going to be growing. Sorry, uh, apartments tend to depreciate or the appreciation that they expect don't happen. That's the first misconception. Misconception. Uh, the other misconception is. Uh, Buying expensive cars, high-end cars, people think is an investment. It's it's a, according to me, some cars are a liability because as soon as you drive out, drive the car out, it's it's depreciated by 30, 35 percent. A lot of people have misconception that buying gold in the form of jewelry is an investment. Well, partly true, uh, but jewelry uh, investing in gold by way of jewelry is 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 probably the most foolish way of investing in gold because. You are paying almost 15 to 20 percent as making charges, wastages, and of course the jewelers' margin. 
So, so investing in gold ornaments is not investing in gold. Uh, the other thing is, uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, I've seen this trend in the last uh, one year, uh, because a lot of people have entered the market, a lot of brokerage accounts have been opened. There's this conception that I need to trade daily. I need to be, you know, log in as soon as the NSC is open. Uh, 9.30, I need to be uh, watching the market. I need to be trading, doing trades every day and uh, watching my portfolio. Uh, it, no doubt it gives you a little bit of a high, uh, but that's, that's probably going to sap a lot more of energy and take you away from other productive things that you could do during the day. Uh, that's another misconception. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I've seen a lot of people uh, in, uh, having this notion that I need to have a lot of stocks in my portfolio. I need to, my screen needs to be full. When I, when I log into zero, the IC say direct, uh, I need to see about 50 or 60 stocks or mutual funds. Well, you really don't. Uh, once you, you sort of figure out what's your exposure, all you need to do is probably pick up 10 or 12 stocks in the industry that you want to invest, right? I can go on and on, but but I, I'll probably end this, uh, give you another couple of ones. Uh, the other one is a lot of youngsters uh, think that they need a lot of insurance, life insurance, I mean. I've seen people taking insurance covers of almost three to five crores, and they're just about 25, 26 years. So I asked them why. They said, no, no, I want to be comfortable. I said, then the second question I asked them is, who is dependent on you? You are, depend, you are dependent on your parents. Your, your parents are probably funding your monthly expenses. Nobody is dependent on you. If something happens to you, God forbid, your expenses only will be saved. Nobody is dependent on you. So why are you taking this insurance? And then they start thinking. So, so the, a lot of people before the age of 30 and after the age of 50 have this conception that they need to buy these huge fat insurance policies with hefty premiums. Not required. Uh, the last one, uh, my favorite, is uh, people think uh, people think uh, returns returns on debt instruments. You know, they give you about seven percent or, or six to eight percent. They completely forget the power of compounding. Power of compounding over 10, 20, 30, 40 years is phenomenal. And just to give you an example, if you invest one lakh. At a, at a 7.2% or, or let's take say 14% longer term. The debt instruments tend to give you a 14%, one lakh 40 years would be 2.6 crores. People completely miss that. They think uh, uh, equity is bad, debt is bad, I'm going to put 100% equity exposure. Let me stop. I, I mean, I have a lot more, but uh, in the interest of time, I can stop there. Okay, sir. Thanks. Okay, so sir, like you mentioned that we do not know a lot about the commodities market. So there are a lot of people out there who are actually not aware about any market as such, the financial markets, the uh, equity market, uh, none of them. So what advice would you give them as to how they should invest, considering that they're not well versed with anything? So my, my sense is, uh, again, uh, I'll probably qualify this um, more for, uh, for a beginner uh, starting, starting their career. Uh, well, if, if you, the two things can happen. I, I don't know. I'm not aware. Uh, I'm probably, uh, I have no uh, clue about uh, finances or I don't have time, right? I, I have a busy job. Uh, I run a business. I don't have time. I would advise two things. And the third aspect, I always also want to throw in, I am not willing to take a risk. I want to sleep peacefully every 
reunite right so so my advice is uh, there are instruments uh, which give you 100% uh, sort of certainty uh, i would say debt mutual fund any debt product for for that matter i wouldn't advise bank deposits that probably is not very tax efficient of course these days it gives you peanuts uh, so you have a range of debt instruments uh, either by way of mutual funds or corporate debt or even government of india bonds or or state government bonds and they're fairly secure two is uh, obviously i would advise somebody to have exposure to equity and and i'll come to gold in a minute uh, why don't you put these in uh, maybe the top 5 equity mutual funds diversified large mutual funds and they do the work for you and the third aspect is uh, gold when the reason i keep bringing up gold is if, if you looked at the gold returns over a longer period of time 25 to 30 30 years of uh, returns they are pretty much given the same kind of returns that equity has given people miss the point right and of course don't go by the last one years return or two years return they've been phenomenal that's for obvious reasons and we can we can talk about that so i would say uh, gold etfs you have uh, you have uh, gold etfs which uh, which are easily available they do the job for you but before all that i think i think Uh, today, today there are technology or there are platforms which make it so seamless. Uh, of course, you have zero da. You have a lot of the uh, banks which offer uh, fairly very easy to use uh, uh, online platforms. Uh, I think the fundamental uh, equation is they have to get right is what is the exposure that I need to take? How much to debt? How much to equity? How much to gold? How much to real estate? Right. So, so I would uh, my advice is uh, mutual funds. If I were to give you one response. people above the age of 40 or 50 are considered to be risk averse whereas gen z loves to take unwanted risks it is a known fact that investing is a game of time and patience what do you suggest would be a good investment strategy for both age groups based on their appetite for risk or losses and what time horizon suits them the best so so uh I, I can uh, I can give a traditional response that uh, most investment managers give you, uh, which is uh, uh, when you're younger, uh, take more risks. So therefore, more equity. When you get older, uh, take less less risk, and so therefore reduce your exposure to equity. But in reality, it's the opposite, right? What happens is uh, when you're forty or fifty, you pretty you pretty much have. a proportion of all the asset classes including real estate we missed that point because when you are 30 40 you probably start looking at real estate you probably have a home to stay uh, you also have invested in a few other real, uh, real estate uh, uh, investments you also accumulated gold you also have provident fund if you are working for long durations of 25 or 30 years there are sizable amount sitting in your provident fund which has enjoyed the, the power of compounding over 20 25 years right so you are in a position to probably take a little more risk with and, and ticket size being higher so in reality you have you don't have youngsters putting money in as angel investors in startups right you have more people who are 50 plus who put money in in as angel investors in startups and that's the that's the highest form of risk one could take so so the myth is that the 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 older you are less 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 of uh, risk that you can take is is completely uh, partly true but mostly untrue so so i would advise uh, uh, let me back up so so what typically happens is 
as you start to age you know i would i would put uh, the investment horizon three buckets uh, up to 30 years 30 to 50 50 and beyond up to 30 years you pretty much don't have real estate in your investment uh, uh, portfolio the simple reason that investments uh, real estate requires huge amounts and you don't have that kind of surplus or you are able to generate that kind of surplus 30 to 40 is your active 30 to 50 is your active earning years that's when you are peaking in your career or your business or your enterprise you are starting to accumulate a lot of money right and that's when you start looking at real estate you have multiple real estate in your portfolio you have gold you have equity and all of that post 50 is when people actually start playing with money but however my advice is uh, uh, this is this is uh, standard advice is after 50 make sure make sure you are you are not really uh, endangering your your corpus that you have built take risks appropriate to your market value of your investments if say say for example uh, you have an equity portfolio which has probably grown 25 times right so start taking risk as a as a percentage of the growth in equity that that, that you have in your above 50 years do not touch your provident fund do not touch your pension funds do not touch your maybe the uh, you know core your jewels in the real estate portfolio which you probably want to give it to your next generation right uh, do not touch your family gold for example right uh, so 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 have exposure limits do play a lot of people play uh, that's the reason private equity happens uh, but have limits on your exposure don't go overboard sir why i as a teenager i'm attracted to cryptocurrencies is because we've read n number of times that if you would have invested 10 dollars in 2010 in any cryptocurrency you would have been a millionaire right now in 2021 but sir as the crypto market suggests the reality is far from this if i invest 10000 rupees today in any cryptocurrency that might come down to 5000 rupees tomorrow and may even go up to 20000 rupees the day after so what should be the psychology that young adults should have when they start taking these risks well uh, my daughter has invested in bitcoin so obviously i cannot say that not invest so so uh, i don't know the mechanics of how bitcoins work uh, but let me let me tell you any any investment product which is giving you uh, you know that kind of crazy 160 170% returns or 8 to 10 10 months is probably not going to sustain in the long run that's that's point one and and two is uh, given uh, the restrictions that the the government uh, that we talked about earlier uh, there is going to be a lot more uh, focus lot more oversight on transactions that happen right Uh, third is uh, we really don't know uh, too much about bitcoins uh, i i, th- I think uh, we are now reacting to the stories of success that people have had and and bitcoin is just about 2 3 years old right it's too early to make a assessment of uh, bitcoins as a long term investment product right uh, so you have uh, very few players today Uh, we have very few bitcoins apparently supply there's a huge uh, supply gap uh, supply demand uh, gap that's actually driving the prices uh, so so highly speculative i would watch the space 
not go beyond a token one to two percent in their portfolio. Don't get carried away. Don't put all your eggs in bitcoins. For all you know, there can be a government of India regulation saying that all bitcoin exchanges will be shut down. There all uh, this 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 news was out about two months back. Everybody panicked. In fact, many of the bitcoin exchanges are planning to close down. Right. So you don't want to end up having an asset that you cannot trade in India. and then you get into other cross border issues because you have to trade with an exchange in hong kong or in the us so so having said that returns are real so probably you are hearing it uh, probably you are not hearing uh, of people who have lost money in bitcoins it's 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 the human psychology have you ever seen a stock broker talk about losses he or she has made no right they are only going to talk about all success stories that's the human nature so what you will hear is people who have made put 1 dollar and got 500 dollars out of bitcoin you're not going to look you're not going to hear somebody has put 1000 dollars in bitcoin and got back only 100 right so so word of caution do take exposure just for the fun of it just to track the 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 bitcoin industry and just for your kick okay thank you so much sir okay so like you uh, just now mentioned that luxury goods like cars are depreciating assets now i know that if uh, the generation of my parents maybe get some money they would obviously want to invest it in an fd or would uh, buy mutual funds or gold but however if it is our generation we would probably love to buy something fancy for ourselves what do you think has caused this uh, psychological shift so i think i think couple of things uh, uh... my father his father myself when i started working in 91 interest rates were high you know we we lived through uh, high inflation high interest rate uh, decades uh, i i've actually earned 18% interest on on uh, uh, ppf and bank deposits so i lived through that phase that's one and two is given given lack of alternate assets uh, you know in the 70s and 80s uh, even up to 2000s Uh, investment in uh, fixed debt instruments was considered as safe and it still is right so so that that and, and of course the stock market was not really uh, as as uh, as diversified as it is today and it was not easy to invest and just to give you an example i think all none of you can relate to this if you bought a stock say tata steel on january 1st 100 100 shares of tata steel you know you, you know how long it would take for that to come to your account just take a guess wild guess months maybe it take almost 4 months because it is all paper based but what is it today day 2 it's in my it my deep demand right if i sell day day 3 it's uh, the money is in my account so all of that i think contributed to what it was but but uh, uh, i th- i think the current scenario going forward i would say uh, the current generation should not look at bank deposits for the simple reason that it is tax inefficient like i said uh interest earnings are low and then on top of that you pay 35% tax uh so so no no to fixed deposits uh uh investments in mutual funds uh in debt funds are more tax tax uh, advantages so do put money there equities of course is out there uh, ease of investing ease of trading i think all youngsters do it uh the third one uh, is i talked about real estate uh, and i come from a generation where real estate indeed has given 8 to 10% year on year cagr 
my sense is going forward real estate when i say real estate i'm talking about apartments i'm not talking about land right going forward my sense is those returns are not going to happen for two reasons one is uh, uh, the the prime properties cost a lot of money and and makes no sense renting apartments today because the returns are 1 to 2% so making real estate investments for rental given the cost of acquisition is is probably not a not a not a good idea bad idea uh assuming apartments are going to appreciate like in the past is probably not going to happen because i think the demand supply uh is narrowing down there there's so much of surplus uh, uh, real estate investment apartment inventory out there across uh, maybe 25 to 30 cities in india is humongous right and third and and again second to real estate the pandemic has taken people away from the urban centers back to tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 cities even villages right so the need for for to stay in uh, plush apartments uh, center of the city i think has gone away so so i would say uh, the current generation probably will not look at real estate uh, you know like my my father did or like i did you will probably not even look at buying apartments you you will be mobile you will probably rent it and uh, move on right uh, of course land uh, land has got its own issues uh, you need to you need to buy it at the right time right place uh, you can't buy land in uh, connaught place and assuming it's going to appreciate 8% it's not going to happen you need to you need to identify a village about 100 100 kilometers away from delhi or bombay or bangalore buy it at a price and then wait out for 10 15 years right and the other thing of course is uh, i think bitcoin bitcoin is uh, is is a area where we need to watch and the gold ETFs. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Sir, something that we hear every day is that you're supposed to buy low and sell high. A major problem faced by everyone looking to invest in the stock market is that they're told this is not the right time to invest. When is it actually a good time to invest? Well, uh, great question. Uh, but before I answer that, uh, if you look at uh, so so let's back up so when i started work 91 uh the bsc sensex was 4000 and today it's it, it's upwards of 50000 right so we're talking about how many years uh, 90 uh, it's about 35 years right 30 years plus so so if you look at uh, a trajectory of any any uh, stock market across the world longer duration it is always appreciated for multiple reasons one of course uh, the inflation factor two is number of companies which are, are getting traded today and the valuation the way i think the valuation market works today the valuation work is completely different from what it was earlier right so over a longer period of time if you stay in the markets it has given you 10 12 to 14% cagr and this is published data now last 30 40 years of return so so do your question what is the best time to to invest is 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 very subjective trying to overtime the market uh, is is probably not going to work in the long run uh, but but uh, uh, given given what we have seen last year march april may last year uh, given the, uh, the the lockdowns and all of that market tank waiting out with money by the side uh, liquid money liquid funds or, or, or surplus money for certain opportunities maybe once in a decade opportunities is is a good strategy in hindsight everybody is a gani so I, i may sound like a gani but but that's what happened right 
the second aspect is uh, is both both gold and equity uh, in the long run are, are always going to appreciate because the valuations change, the company compositions change. There's always going to be uh, churn that's going to happen, right? Uh, so so. So, uh, long story short, I, I think I think do time it. Uh, wait for the for the for the big swan events, and when everybody is running away, see if you can uh, take additional exposure and have a good night's sleep, because that's also important. But invest for the longer term. Uh, stay invested. Do not panic. Uh, if you don't know, uh, uh, let the experts do it. The other way of doing it is, you know, if you look at the U.S. market, including India, uh, India as well, the exchange traded funds, ETFs. They have done extremely well. Don't over-engineer. Don't think too much. Uh, just just invest in ETFs because they they tend to mimic the market. Okay, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, that would be all from our end. Uh, thank you for taking out the time to have this discussion. It was really insightful, and it was a pleasure to have you here with us today. Thank you. Hopefully, it was useful. Uh, nice talking to you. Bye bye.